Hello, everyone. This is Picks with the Professor After Dark. Today, we're talking late games of the week three 2021 college football season. I am your host, Professor Sides. As always, our picks will be posted and tracked on Twitter. BetStep and the Google Sheet links are in the description below. And if you enjoy the show, please like and subscribe. If you're a night owl who loves college football, then this is the podcast for you. And if it's Saturday after dinner and you still haven't figured out what place you want to make for the late games, this is the podcast for you. So we're going to jump right to it. There are four after dark games, maybe a fifth. I don't know what to call Boise State, Oklahoma State. It's at a kind of a weird start time there, but Jack is an OSU alum, so I'm going to kick it off by giving him the floor to talk about that game. As the father of a six-month-old where bedtime is 7.30, it counts. It counts. Okay. All right. Here we are then. <laughs> yeah. So, so, oh my gosh, where, where do I start with this game? So, so Oklahoma State's offense has got some problems. Like backup quarterback started against Missouri State, did okay for the first series, looked bad after that. Sanders came back against Tulsa, looked really bad in the first half, didn't get a lot better, and it was thanks to a kickoff return that Oklahoma State won that game. So doing those things at home doesn't exactly inspire one with hope when you're traveling to a place that's as historically difficult to play as Boise. But Boise is also the team that done did me wrong in almost every year I've done a pick <laughs> Every time I make a pick on Boise, 90% of the time I'm wrong. And like, I, I try different things. I hate on them. I love them. It's just, it, it, it's not meant to be. But in, in this case, at least with the knowledge of what I've seen this offense for Oklahoma State try to do, I, I feel like they need to get things figured out in a hurry to keep this game close against uh, even a lackluster Boise State team, the fact that they have to travel all the way to Idaho to play this game doesn't fill me with hope. So I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna lay the points and take the home team. All right. All right. So starting off the board there with an official play on Boise State for Jack. The model does not have a pick uh, on that game. I don't even know what to make of that game either. Both yeah. of these teams are quite uh, all, uh, quite all over the place to me. Yeah, I, on Monday morning, I was like, oh, please don't let this line be like five. Mm-hmm. And then, and then of course, but I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. All right. All right. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll admonish Boise if I am wrong next week. All righty. All right. As is tradition. Yes. As is tradition. I'm well accustomed to that one. Next up, Arizona State at BYU. Uh, BYU is getting three and a half points. What you got for us there, Jared? So this, this line looked a little strange to me, not as strange as some of the other lines that we've seen, but it was like Arizona State has won two games, but not impressively against two not good teams. Um, so I, it was just a stay away from me until it crossed three, got to three and a half. And I said, okay, I'm taking the three and a half points with, with BYU here. Um, I mentioned during last week's podcast that Herm Edwards was not impressed with his team after week one. I can promise you he was also probably not impressed with his uh, team after week two. Uh, they ended up winning by 27 points against UNLV last week, um, but they were only had 14 to 10 with like two minutes left in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. It was way closer oh. than it needed to be. Yeah. Herm Edwards is the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Herm Edwards is easily impressed. <laughs> well, okay, that's very true. Uh, and Professor, we'll get to, we'll get to you in a second. I'll give you your props here when we talk right, about right, the UNLV right, game after right. that. Um, but <laughs> I was just thinking, if if you uh, if Arizona State kind of messes around like they had the past couple of games with BYU, it's not going to turn out well for them. Uh, they're not going to be in a position to come back or you know stretch their lead at the end of the game. Um, and 
I've been impressed with BYU. I said it last week. I had been waiting for the Utah spot all offseason. I thought it's where the inexperience of the BYU team was going to show, and it didn't. They played great. They, uh, as some of the people have said, they out Utahed Utah. They were really physical. Um, I, I don't see it. I don't see that um, being a good matchup for Arizona State. So um, I definitely uh, am taking the three and a half points of BYU at home here. Jack, you got anything you want to add on that one? Honestly, not not on this one. Um, okay. I feel like it's pretty close to what I thought it would be. Yeah. So uh, I faded Arizona State last week. Uh, they did not look good. I took BYU last week. They did look good. These two teams are playing. You knew what the model was going to do. The model is taking the three and a half as well. The model says it should be about a pick them uh, at BYU. says that Arizona State is the better team, but not by enough to overcome uh, the home field advantage BYU has. So yeah, getting three is good. Getting three and a half is even better. So that's uh, an official pick from Jared and myself there, taking the three and a half with BYU. And next up, Iowa State at UNLV. This looks like a carbon copy of the game we talked about last week with UNLV and Arizona State. UNLV also still not very good, but they did get us to the window last week. UNLV is a 31-point underdog. Yeah, so uh, I am from now, henceforth, I am deferring to the model on UNLV. I did not think there was any chance that they were gonna cover that line against Arizona State after Arizona State coming out flat in their first game of the season. Guess what? Arizona State came out flat again. And like you said, you were comfortable the whole time. Uh, teased it in the, the first episode uh, for this week. Big props to the model on the UNLV play last week. Uh, I was sitting there keeping an eye on that game last weekend thinking, man, the professor is feeling good right now. So yeah. uh, props to the model. No pick on this game for me, but I will defer to the model. Jack? And, and on, on top of that, their opponent, Iowa State, is someone who's gone flat to open their first two home games including the rivalry game against Iowa that they really wanted to win. And now they're going on their first road game all the way out to Vegas. Like this is prime opportunity for a ranked team to fall flat on the road. And don't get me wrong. I don't think Iowa State's going to lose this game, but in that circumstance where you have like a very disappointing result against your rival, and then you have to travel all the way out to the quote West coast. It's not quite there, but still, that, that, that's a lot to ask for a team that went through the kind of week that Iowa State's having right now. So, yeah, I think it's too many points. So, Jack, you are officially taking UNLV. Right? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so taking the 31. I'm taking the 31 as well. The model thinks it should be 25. UNLV is not very good. Uh, Iowa State, though, my model liked them week one. It, they did not look good week one. They have not. They did not look very good week two. It's slowly dropping mm -hmm. them and just says, yeah, they're a much better team. They should win this game. But based off what we've seen with Iowa State historically, this definitely feels like a game that they get out 10 points and it just kind of sits at 10 the whole time. Maybe they win by 17 or something like that. So hoping that UNLV can get us to the window two weeks in a row. Fresno State is at UCLA. UCLA is an 11-point favorite in that game. Uh, the model thinks that should be 13.6, so almost 14. So I'm on UCLA with the model. Are uh, Any thoughts from either one of you on that game? This might be a game between two teams that are sneaky good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I The 11 points was begging to be taken from my perspective. Um, but at the same time, I, I've underestimated UCLA all year. Uh, I don't want to make that mistake again. So yeah, uh, I, I feel like I would lean taking the 11 points, but I, I just don't feel good betting against UCLA at this point. Yeah, absolutely. This is one of those things where the model just is giving all sorts of props to UCLA. We talked about this in week zero. Chip Kelly likes this team. 
it showed uh, in that first game against Hawaii, got us to the window. It got me to the window against uh, LSU. I'm just going to keep writing it. I don't think the number has caught up with just how good you is. It's not a knock against Fresno State. I don't think Fresno State's that bad. They actually outgained Oregon in yards per play. So I don't, I don't think Fresno State's necessarily um, that bad. I just think that UCLA is a really good team and should win this game handily as long as they're not uh, sleepwalking through this game. Any concern about Fresno keeping the game in Eugene close and then playing Chip Kelly? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I hadn't thought about that, but no, I, I don't think that, I mean, how many, do, do these kids even remember watching Chip Kelly coach Oregon? I mean, that was a long time ago. These kids were probably like five has, when it happened, right? Is, is the philosophy that different? I couldn't tell you Oregon's gone through so many coaches at this point. I'm not even sure how, how many, how many steps removed they are from Chip Kelly. You know what I mean? Good point. That, I don't that, know. That statement that these kids may not know that Chip Kelly coached at Oregon is the saddest thing I have ever saw. Yeah. Really yeah, thanks, professor. Things get yeah. weird here after dark, right? Sometimes they get depressing, <laughs> yeah. right? That's just the way it goes. <laughs> All right, so just me on UCLA laying the 11 points, no official pick from either of the two. And then our last late game, we got our first island special game out yes. in Hawaii. These are going to be a lot of fun to talk about. Uh, yeah. as, as the, the Rainbow Warriors are a team that a lot of people love to tack on a late play either on or against. So you got to kind of pick your side, which way you're going on that one. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you the four, Cousin Jared. Yeah, so 11.30 p.m. kickoff here, uh, Central Time, God's Time, Jack. Sorry sorry about that. Uh, actually, it kicks off Sunday morning for oh, you. No, it, it's, it's, it's fine. I look forward to reading about it on Sunday morning. <laughs> well, I'm going st- to stay up as late as I can. I don't think I'm going to make it to the end of the game. Um, but if, if uh, this feels like this game just happened, it's because it did. This exact game happened in the exact location, uh, December 5th, 2020. So less than like just about nine months removed. Uh, San Jose State went out there and won that game by 11 in December. Um, what I think I know about this game, Hawaii's defense is not good. Uh, they gave up 44 points to UCLA. Doesn't Definitely doesn't seem like a crime. That was in about two and a half quarters, though. Uh, UCLA definitely could have, could have scored 60 if they would have wanted to. Uh, the following week, Hawaii gave up 35 points to Portland State. Um, and well, then they gave state, up. Jared. I just have to make sure you're aware of that. That is correct. Take that up with the, <laughs> the university, though. Um, so we make it can... to the last game, and we make the this state's not a state. I mean, joke. it's again things get weird. The last that. game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thirty-five points. We, we laughed about Jacksonville State. Yeah, well, well, that, yeah that's, that's an atrocity. Ne- never mind. Um, <laughs> so they gave up 35 points to Portland State. They gave up 45 points to Oregon State. Um, I, I think that San Jose State coming off a of bye is going to jump out to an early lead here. Um, I think that they're going to, San Jose State's going to be able to hold uh, Hawaii under 30 points. And I think San Jose is definitely going to get to 35 or 38. So uh, I'm going to lay the six and a half points with San Jose State here on the road. I have nothing to contribute for those of you who are like so insomniatic that you want to actually watch and bet on this game. An interesting quirk I found in the schedule, though. So there, um, Hawaii is going to play a string of states. So they, they play Portland State, Oregon State, San Jose State. Next week, New Mexico State. Week after that, Fresno State. Wow. I mean, there and are then, a lot of state universities out in the west part of the country, I guess. Yeah, and then um, they get a break by playing Nevada. Then New Mexico State again. I guess that's what happens when you're independent. Yeah, As then, New Mexico then, State is, then, you just schedule whoever will take then, you. And... Then Utah State, San Diego State, UNLV, Colorado State. Wow. Whoa. 
like I don't all, know what to make of any of it. All of these land grant schools <laughs> are using their traveling expenses to go play Hawaii because why wouldn't you? Why would exactly exactly that's exactly what I want to do. The model is actually gonna go against you on this one, Jared. The model is taking Hawaii plus mm -hmm. six and a half. There were some sevens out there. Again, we're taking all of our lines from the same book for consistency. But if you're at a place that can get seven, plus seven obviously is a lot a lot better of a number. Obviously, if you're on Jared's side, you want to find that six and a half. So I'll always shop around for the best number. The model thinks this should be plus four. It thinks San Jose State is a better team. Just watching these teams, I don't understand it. I don't know what the math is seeing. San Jose yeah. State does look like a much better team. Hawaii looks really rough. I assume it has to do with the fact that Oregon State being the Pac-12, that it's the models kind of discounting that loss and saying mm. Oregon State is still a much better team in a different caliber. I'm not saying that's that's wrong. I, I just I don't know. I, I don't know as a human watching this game with my eyeballs or watching these teams with my eyeballs. I'm not sure what to make of it. It is a little bit funny, but the math says that Hawaii is getting too many points. So I'm taking that as a value play here. We've got a couple of these that go head to head there where sometimes the eyes look a little the eye test is a little bit different than the number test. So we'll, we'll see how well, the think, model fares. I think we may be missing something important there as well that I, I don't know what UCLA or excuse me, USC looks like in the model after last week, but you know, that that loss to USC may be bringing San Jose State down uh, a lot more than it did last week. That's a good point. That's a good point. The model did ding USC a ton. And then so by extension, it's going to ding San Jose State a ton as well. And San Jose State did not look good in that game. They were never in that game. They didn't score until I think late in the third quarter. Yeah, um, only scored seven points. Yeah, and they got that they got that late touchdown. But I mean, they I, the model was on USC had an easy one there. So um, this is one of those things where uh, they both played some Pac-12 teams. They both lost to Pac-12 teams. I, I think the model just thinks they're relatively close enough and, that getting six and a half is value. And the model might not care that Hawaii lost at UCLA by 30 because I think the model yeah. will assume that UCLA will do that to a ton of people. Exactly. Yeah. And that game was interesting with all the turnovers. So I think I'm more impressed with UCLA's um, pace and dominance as a whole more than I am that one specific game where Hawaii – got beat pretty bad because a lot of that was early turnovers. Uh, I, I think, you know, you take that away, Hawaii still gets beat, but they, they don't, it doesn't look as bad uh, potentially. So maybe the model taking that into account, it's hard to know exactly how complex it is looking at all, all the pieces of data that we can't, you know, digest. So it's going to wrap us up here for our quick after dark episode of picks with a professor. Thanks again for watching. Please like, and subscribe. Remember you can eat your betting money but please don't bet you're eating money.